good morning again. Have a seat. Have a seat. My name is Phil. I'm one of the pastors here at Overlake. I oversee our ministries and programs um, for children, infants right through to fifth grade. Well, Happy New Year. Thanks for choosing to spend the very first part of this new year with us this morning. And if you need to, you have my full permission to just rest your eyes a little bit. That's okay. You have my permission. If you need, just, if you just need a moment to just not visually take anything in, that's okay. That's totally fine this morning, at least. Um, we're joined today, the grown-ups are joined with our elementary students, middle school and high schoolers. And so we're kind of worshiping together as a family, which is really fun. And um, I hope you had a great Christmas. And um, here's a picture of my family on Christmas morning. Aw, yeah. Let's wear matching pajamas, she said. It'll be fun, she said. And I got some great gifts. I hope you did too. So um, I have a few I brought to show you. Um, my wife knows me well. She knows that I love natural things, organic things, essential oils, that kind of stuff. And so here is a very smart-looking box. And in it are bamboo charcoal-activated sponges, which is cool. All right. Jealousy is a sin. Um, and in this box are four toothbrushes with charcoal bristles and wooden, natural wooden handles, right? And then I opened, this is active charcoal toothpaste, which despite its color has natural whitening properties, which are great gifts, until you realize they're actually just fancy coal. So Merry Christmas. <laughs> and here we are on New Year's Day, the very start of 2017. As a kid, there was always something about New Year's Day that felt a, a little flat to me. We never, never stayed up till midnight to count the second that Big Ben chimed. Uh, and in England, of course, we didn't have that luxury of a, of a 9 p.m. West Coast time or anything like that. But I still had that day after the night before feeling. And all this build-up to Christmas, and then New Year's Eve, all the decorating and planning, the cooking, the wrapping gifts, and then suddenly it's done. And I always wanted to hang on to it for, for a moment longer, to keep the toys or the clothes or whatever gifts I had, or had opened, just keep them in the living room that, that little bit longer before the magic is gone. We go to so much trouble at Christmas. We spend days, weeks, some people months. We spend a fortune celebrating and preparing. There's light displays all over the area that you can go and enjoy and visit. Even this building, we spent a ton of time and energy making it look festive and pretty for the Christmas season. And my mother-in-law, in particular, is amazing at decorating for Christmas. She has the whole thing themed each year, and it's all prepared. It's a full process. It takes a lot of time and work, and the end result is usually something that is worthy of a department store display. Now, this particular theme a few years ago was, I don't know, the theme of alternative or <laughs> terrifying. I, I don't know what that was about. But anyway, um, also, she's well known on Christmas Day for having everything packed up back in the storage bins, back in the garage or whatever, and put away before the leftovers have even hit the fridge. So 3 p.m., it is done. It is over. It's back in the box. 
And my wife picked up on this approach too this year. She was stuffing um, wrapping paper into garbage sacks as quick as we could unwrap things. Um, and then guess who was going through the garbage later to look for the envelope of Christmas money that somehow got lost? Not that I would say I told you so, but... Now, I realize at some point everything must go back in the box, but we all made it to church on New Year's Day, so I think that's cause enough to celebrate just a little bit more. So um, one celebratory tradition in England at this time of year is the, the humble Christmas cracker. So back in like the 1850s, um, people would wrap candies, I think they were sugared almonds originally, and they would wrap them in this kind of twisted wrapper and they would give them to their loved ones or whatever. Eventually over time, people added toys and they added notes and, and jokes and that kind of stuff. And, and then the tradition has continued. So I have some people that are going to come up and help me. So you're scooting up stage, but come onto this, I don't know what it is, boat launch, or whatever this is that we have here. Come, perfect. A little more, make sure you're standing on the wooden part, perfect, in case we float away or something. Now, the deal is you find a friend and you, you, you pull each end, and then inside, everyone is, is a paper crown that you wear, so that everyone around the dinner table is united by how silly they look. And there's also a toy to enjoy. And there's a joke, which is supposed to be a terrible joke, so that everyone is united around the dinner table with something terrible. It's a very British thing, as you can understand. Only, only British people would think, how could we unite everyone? Mm, through misery, that's how. Mm. Nothing says Christmas quite like that. But let, let's, so let's just make sure we know what we're doing. So you're watching, because it's what you're going to do in a moment. Okay, so you pull really hard. That's, there we go. Oh, gosh. There's a rave whistle. That's perfect. Um, so you have a crown, which I'm not going to wear. And as I said, everyone has a joke. <clears throat> There's two, and I just can't decide. Both? Oh, my goodness. It's a new year indeed. What music do ghosts dance to? Soul music. Yeah, you're groaning, but you're going to tell it on the way home. What do you call a man with a seagull on his head? Cliff. Good job. Well done. I don't know if you should be proud, but, you know, well done. Let's just leave it there. Okay, so we also have a tradition in the Kidtown team, and the last team meeting we have of the year, so we've already done this, we, we have Christmas crackers around our table, and we have some very special ones that have wind-up toys in, and then we race them, and then the winner is... I don't know, crowned with glory for the next 12 months. So Pastor Kerry won this year, but um, you can be the snowman. Um, you are a reindeer. That is the look of excitement right there. Um, uh, you're the robins. It's glittery robin. Uh -huh, also very excited. And the penguins. Okay, so yeah, it's perfect. You gotta own that. That's great. So you hold one end, I'll hold the other, and we'll just go down the line. Pull really hard. Perfect. Okay, find your little wind-up toy. Here we go. Get ready. Pull really hard. Don't trip over. Perfect. Find your little wind-up toy. Can you take the whole thing? Nope. Okay. Hold, 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 hold. Don't fall off the stage. Oh, no. Robin down. Robin down. And lastly, don't fall off the stage. Don't fall off the stage. Okay. We did that. So find your toys. And then come over to the racetrack that we have prepared. You can just leave on all the trash on the ground. It's fine. It's fine. We're still in Christmas mode. It's fine. Can, do you need help? This isn't part of it, so if I, can I help you? 
Yeah, let me help you. Okay, so we have, you can start winding your toys up, and then you need to find your color marker on the racetrack. There you go. And so come on, come on close to the racetrack, otherwise it's going to be very tricky. All right, I don't know if we can, we can kind of see what's happening. Okay, so we're going to wind, wind up your little friend. Okay, so you're going to put him right here somewhere. And after three, we're going to let them go. You can't touch them once they've gone. The first one that reaches the end is the winner. You ready? Three, two, one. Well, that's, I don't know what's happening there, but it's not that kind of new year. There we go. So the penguin, by far, won. So who was the penguin? Who was our penguin friend? You win some movie tickets to enjoy this year. I know, my gosh, 2017. And the rest of you, some a sour punch straw to remind yourselves of the bitter taste of defeat. And you can go and take a seat. Thank you so much. You can keep, you can keep him. You can keep him to remember this moment by. No, you can't have the rave whistle. That's mine. Fun times. Anyway. And at Christmas, we celebrate um, the good news of Jesus. So that, that famous um, verse from Luke 2, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. So what I want to think about for just a few moments this morning is how to keep the message of Christmas alive, that good news alive, for a little bit longer. The idea that celebrating Jesus isn't just for Christmas. Now, we may not always feel like it, but in many ways, we, we can celebrate him all year. And I was thinking about kind of what that feels like recently. I was rocking my son to sleep in the middle of the night. Now, Stanley, my son, is 15 months old. He loves dogs. He oddly loves chairs, which is a little strange. And he loves the word wow. So that's him. During the day, he can sleep through jackhammering downstairs. That's fine. At nighttime... If a mouse moves a pebble in the backyard, he is awake, and he needs help getting back to sleep. So I'm holding him, and I love him so much, so much. And in that moment, though, I, I just want to go to bed. So there's this weird conflicting feeling where, you know, I don't want the moment to end, but at the same time, the moment where I get to put him down and go back to bed just, just can't come soon enough, which is normal, right? Parents? Not? Okay. Phew. But I think it's kind of similar in some ways um, in the way we celebrate Jesus. We, we know he's worth celebrating. And in some ways, we want to rest in his presence forever. But in other ways, we're ready to move to the next thing. And I think that's kind of normal too. So as we put away the, the decorations, let's not put away the promise. Remember constantly, actively, and deliberately God's promises and there are three things, three, three reminders that I, I hope will help inspire you this morning to continue to celebrate into this new year. And the first is to celebrate that God loves you. To celebrate that God loves you. James 1, he chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. His prized possession. In the Christmas story, God chose to first reveal the birth of Jesus to shepherds. 
those on, on the very bottom rung of society's ladder. And he didn't do that by coincidence or by, by accident, but to demonstrate that his great love stretches beyond social barrier, breaking through any man-made hierarchy. He loves each and every one of us so perfectly that he sent his only son to, to die in our place. The Bible tells us that God is love, not that he has love or enjoys love or even just is loving, but that love is the very essence of who God is. Everything God does is out of love, and nothing you do will make him love you any more or any less. His love for you is infinite. Now, the common mistake people make at Christmas is to think of Jesus at Christmas only as a baby in his, in his mother's arms. And if we do that, if we never pursue it any further, if the story ends there, then we've missed the point. Because Jesus grew up to be a man, a man who demonstrated this love of God so completely and so perfectly that through what he did, we can have a personal relationship with him, despite everything we've done. Paul's prayer in Ephesians May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. So celebrate that God loves you this year. And second, celebrate that God is with you. He loves you and He is with you. People often feel alone at Christmas. Tomorrow marks um, nine years since I first arrived in the U.S. from England. And not long after I arrived back in 2008, I needed to reapply for a work visa. It needed to be extended. And that's a whole process that involves so much paperwork. But um, we put it in, and it took 15 months from accepting it at the embassy or whatever it was um, to actually being approved and processed. And during that time, I was unable to leave the country. Actually, I was unable to come back in the country if I left, but anyway, I was unable to leave. So the first Christmas that, that I spent having moved to America was, was in America with some great people, but it was, it was different. It was different to what I had grown up with. It, was, it felt different. It looked different. It wasn't what I imagined it might be. It was different. And, and maybe you can relate in some way, maybe however big or small, but perhaps Perhaps Christmas wasn't quite what you hoped it might have been this year, or, or maybe not quite as you imagined it would be. Perhaps there were people missing this year that meant it wasn't the happiest of Christmases, and, and you might not feel like God is with you. Well, let me say this um, first, that at Overlake, we want to meet people in those moments. And we held a lament service just before Christmas, and it was a powerful way of bringing those hurts to the feet of Jesus. But that isn't the only opportunity. Those moments aren't just the opportunity to, to meet with someone. We would love to walk alongside you. If, if you need someone to help you or listen or pray or, or, or give you a helping hand, we would love, love to connect with you. The good news is that how we feel has nothing to do with whether God is with us or not. No matter how we're feeling, God is still with us. And he came at Christmas to remind us that he is always with us. We read in the Psalms, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If you're going through a difficult time and someone you know tells you that they're, they're genuinely there for you, you know, I'm genuinely here for you, but you choose never to call, you choose never to arrange to meet up or, or connect with them. Maybe you see them every day, maybe at school or something. 
And they remind you, yeah, I'm here for you, I'm here for you, I, whatever you need. But you don't take them up on the, on the offer. You don't allow them to be there for you. Then their presence isn't of any help. We need to let people in so that we can experience love and community and, and connection. And it's kind of the same with God in some way. He's with us, but we need to let him in. Matthew 1 says, look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. His name means God is with us. He is with you. So choose to connect with him. Choose to let him in. Whatever you're struggling with, whatever is going on, whatever life comes at you, God does promise in Hebrews that I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. Now, knowing that in the, in the back of your mind is one thing, but to know that in the, in the forefront is so much harder. To, to see and experience everything that life throws through the lens of God is with us is so difficult. And I don't actually have a great solution for you that will make it easier. I, I don't, but perhaps you can think of something that you have with you every day. Maybe a cell phone. I have a picture of Stanley on my cell phone, but maybe a phone or, or keys or above the mirror that you look in every day, or on the dashboard of the car, or on a school backpack, or, or a coffee mug that sits on the desk, whatever it might be, perhaps there's something that, that isn't obvious to others, but will serve as a reminder at random moments through the day that God is with you. So celebrate this year that, that God loves you. Celebrate that He is with you. And lastly, celebrate that God is for you. Not only is he with us, not only does he want to partner with us when stuff is difficult and crazy and, and in the good times too, but he's for us. He is our biggest cheerleader. He wants what is best for you in a way that no one else ever could. Now, we often think of God as someone with, with rules and restrictions, but actually God offers what is best for us, but loves us enough to give us the freedom still to choose for ourselves. This verse from Romans stood out to me as a testament to God being for us at Overlake over the past year. It's Romans 8.31. It says, what should we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? God has been for us and very faithful to OCC in many ways in 2016. And the two that are close to my heart and the Kidtown team um, are the Kidtown Park, which you walk past in the hallway, and our new weekday childcare center. Through God's strength, we were able to open Kidtown Park and Cafe just this past fall and create a space that would serve the community. We've been able to welcome families that don't call Overlake home to that park and there are new faces visiting pretty much daily. It has been a great way to introduce people to our location and show them that we can be here, ready to serve them if or maybe when they want, they want to take that next step. And if they don't, then we can be here and we can serve them and we can meet a need. And I've been told of a number of conversations at that park where parents have been able to make connections, where Overlakers, many of you even, have been able to show hospitality offer encouragement, build relationships, even from scratch, and just by being present, just by being there. And God is with you in those conversations, and He is for you in those conversations. He has provided the space for those moments to happen. And God has been faithful in making a way for us to open a state-licensed childcare center just a few weeks ago. 
Kidtown has run an excellent weekday school, weekday preschool program, sorry, for many years. But 2016 was the year that God brought this vision to add full day care for infants and toddlers into reality. And through these programs, yeah, we can offer this high quality care for kids in a God centered environment, which is incredible. But taking it a step further, we have licensed these programs through the state, enabling us to accept families eligible for the state childcare subsidy, meeting a real need for foster families and those in our community otherwise unable to afford private childcare that are trying to get back into the workplace. God is working through us to be with those families. And it has been a long road. And there's still work to do. We still plan on licensing the rest of the preschool um, over the spring and improving the facility over the coming months. But we know as, as we embark on those things, God is with us. In Jeremiah 29, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. The Christmas decorations need to get packed away. They really do. The tree needs to come down. And as school starts again in whatever couple of days, life will return to its more regular rhythm. But as it does, let's remember why we went through all the trouble in the first place. So remember what we were celebrating and remember to celebrate still, to celebrate that God loves you, to celebrate that He is with you, and to celebrate that God is for you. Today is January 1st. This is day one. So among your New Year's resolutions, amid the promises that you've made for yourself for the year ahead, ask yourself this question, how can I celebrate God's presence in 2017? There are 357 days until Christmas, and we get to do it all over again. But what if Christmas 2017 wasn't just a celebration in the middle of winter? What if it was the accumulation of a year of celebrating God's presence and His promise? Will you pray with me? Father, we thank You for the year that has been and for all that it brought with it. And we pray for the year that will come. We pray for our country. We pray for our world. We pray for ourselves. We ask that You surround us with Your great, great love. You remind us of Your presence and you instill in us your strength so that we can do great things for you. We ask all this in your name. Amen. Mm-hmm.